0: I have an important announcement for you before today's episode. The doors of our in-person money and wellness event is now open. I'm so excited. Listen up. If you're a woman physician and 2024 is the year that you've said you want to make sure you grow your money and your wealth and your life, this is the event you do not want to miss. It's going to be me, you, and an intimate group of women physicians in person May 17th to 19th in Atlanta. It is going to be fun. You're going to learn. There's going to be transformation and you are going to grow your network and build even deeper relationships. I cannot wait to see you there. So go to moneyfitmd.com forward slash W-Y-C. This is the event you've been waiting for. I cannot wait. See you in May in Atlanta. Us. i'm dr Latifa i'm the host of the money fit md podcast this is where we help badass women physicians just like you learn simple and effective tools to build wealth from the inside out that way we can create wealth and bigger impact without all the burnout enjoy the episode Hey guys, welcome to another episode on the Money Fit MD podcast. How are you guys doing today? This is Dr. Latifat on the solo episode here, and I am excited about what we're going to talk about today because I believe it's going to help so many of you guys, especially the women physicians in this community, in this life, in this world, really. It's something that I've had to learn, and I truly believe that it's going to provide great value and help you on your journey to not settling. So I will tell you the motivation for this episode. I have recently completed a five-day money challenge with amazing women physicians. It was amazing. It was way, oh, it was everything, literally. And what it was, it's five days where we're in a private Facebook group with women physicians. And we are, I'm teaching every day. So Monday through Friday teaching for about, I don't know, 20 minutes or so there's teaching, there is transformation happening. And then there is like activity, no more than 20 minute activity that everybody does every day. And the entire goal of this challenge, I called it the know your money more challenge is to help women physicians take actions and make moves and create momentum. And what we did was this was kind of different from my some of the events that I've done in the past. So this was the paid event, really, really low cost, low, you know, like $97 for general admission. And the reason why I decided to make it that way is sometimes, you know, how you're doing an event in a Facebook group and people sign up for things without even thinking about it. But because the goal for this event is momentum, the goal is to help people do things that they've been procrastinating doing and helping them really move to the next level, whatever that is for themselves. It was really important to me that the people that are participating are making the conscious effort to actually sign up, right? So it's like if you did like a food challenge or an exercise challenge, but this was so, so good. So we had the general admission and then after the general admission every day, we had an extra hour for those that were VIP where they got coached and got to ask me any question guys. It was amazing. It was powerful. It was transformative. And you know, there were some of my women members that are in the money school that also participated in the challenge. So this is not like some pretending to teach your stuff. This is like some great stuff. And what I loved was that there were women that showed up and were there every single day. (laughs) Every single day. And in fact, what we did was we made the replay available. And one of the things that I was very intentional about doing, because the goal of this is momentum, not procrastination. The goal of this challenge was to help women physicians move and not be stuck wherever they are or wherever they were. It was also important to me that the replay was not available forever because, again, this is a challenge. But it was funny because there were people that showed up live and were part of the challenge, and they went back and still watched the replay. And they were like, Latifah, we need the rewind button working because we want to be able to listen to the gems that you're dropping. It was just so good. And I had people share some of their, you know, of course, they shared their wins inside of the Facebook and also on the call. And people were doing things like starting budgeting for the first time, like activating apps that they had not even activated in a long time. One of the women physicians that was there actually created a promotional plan for her own work um, in academia, how she wanted to be promoted to the next level. She did that in five days. You know, we had someone on there that was like reaching out to agents because she wanted to buy short term rentals. So the bottom line was, it was so fun. Of course it was fun. I was there and you guys, well, some of y'all were there. So you and me together, it was a ton of fun, but also it was transformative. And even with the replay that we have available for people, people have been watching the replay. Um, There was a holiday. Around that time. So we actually, based on requests, we extended the time for the replay to be accessible. But I was so, so just grateful for the women that were in the room. I was grateful that they committed to being there. But I was also grateful that they found the information powerful enough that some of them watched even the replays over and over again. And then to end it up, we had this amazing session where we had three of our women physicians from the money school come out and share some of their journeys and their story. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to create another episode for you guys on that and talk about some of the take-home stuff that I learned from listening to that. Um, I'm going to ask them if they're okay with me streaming the episode on the podcast. If they are, then I will share it with you guys. If they're not, well, maybe we'll have them or other women physicians come talk again next time. But it was so amazing. And for those that are in my email community, I did send out the replay a couple of days ago. So that was just some good stuff. Anyways, part of the challenge was really also about building intimacy and getting to know my community better and how I can serve women physicians better. And one of the things that I kept on hearing coming up over and over again is the dreams that physicians have, the goals that we have, like the things that our heart and our souls are calling for. Like, for example, people said things like, I wish I could start my own practice. I wish I could start my own podcast. I wish I could start my own blah, blah, blah. That what I found to be true is that we have the capacity to be so much more than we are right now. Not from like a hustling perspective, not from like a grindy perspective, but there are so many things that standing in between us and the successful lives that we're meant to leave. And so today's episode is really inspired by many of those conversations because it got me asking the question of, Is our success, quote-unquote, as women physicians standing between us and our success that we're meant to create in this world? And when I talk about the success we're meant to create in this world, I'm talking in terms of like impact factor and i don't mean impact factor in terms of quantitative only but in terms of qualitative because i truly do believe that every life matters so if you saying yes to the things that you're meant to say yes to doing the things you're meant to do being who you're meant to be inspires one other person encourages some other person puts food on the table for someone i was like you're now are employing in because you said yes to the things that are literally pulling you I think that's a win. So the question now is why or how is our work as women physicians potentially standing between us and the greater impact that we're meant to create? And I think it's multifactorial. So let's go back a little bit to sort of like the beginning of where things started from. A lot of times when you are in high schools or college and med school, and not even med school, in a lot of those prerequisite environments, What we do as physicians is sort of like tutored as the ultimate success, right? It's like, oh, she's going to be a physician. Oh, he's going to be a physician, right? And everyone is like applauding us and all that. So we've been groomed to think that being a physician is a pinnacle of success. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I do believe that we are successful, right? I believe that we're successful. However, I also know that for many of us, there's so much more that we're meant to do. We're made for so much more that when we're letting what we are now become almost like a buffer for what we're meant to move into and do and be, then that can be a limiting factor. Right? So, We've bought into all those societal definitions. We've bought into all those things that society has told us that we should feel at the at the top of the ladder, right? We should feel when we get to that success ladder, to the very tip of it, which has become that attending physician, that attendee attending, where you're making good income and now you're like waltzing around the hallway. And for many of us, what happens is we get there and we're like, that's it? <laughs> we're like, that's it, right? And nothing, not to take away anything from our... Roles as physician. I mean, if you've been listening to my podcast, you know that I love being a physician. I think what we do is a gift to the world. It's we, like, it is successful, but then what about the rest of the story? Is it meant to end here? Is it meant to end here? Like big shout out to a physician that I talked to that shared her ideas about her nonprofit that she wants to create in future she shared her ideas and her dreams of the fact that she knows that she's meant to like buy large complexes that's going to fund her life to be able to help her give her the time to invest in the other projects that she's interested in including using her expert infectious disease brain internationally like that is so amazing and then when we think about what she's doing right now where she's serving patients locally, like that is also a very noble thing to do. Don't get me wrong. But if you're listening to this episode, you know what I'm talking about. When I say that, there is that need, that, that, that call for more, right? When I think about what I do here at Money Fit MD, I love Money Fit MD. I love what I do. I love that I get to serve women. I love that I get to teach women. I love that I get to hear the stories of women that are doing things like paying off like debt high interest debt faster than when they were trying to do it by themselves after joining us in the community, right? I, one of the physicians literally shared how her financial net worth was $500,000 a year ago and literally has doubled in the last year, right? Not because we were like, you know, she's throwing stick on the wall and, and, or poop on the wall and, seeing what sticks. No, it's because she's following the teachings that we give, given. She's following the mindset. She's letting us literally help her uncover the levels and levels that she has inside of her. And I cannot wait to see what she will continue to evolve into. And one of the things that I always remind people is that this is not about enough or not enough. This is not about, you know, where you are not being satisfactory. Or thinking that when you get there, you're going to suddenly have the light shine from heaven and we'll say, here's my beloved daughter. She's now successful. No, it's about becoming all that we're meant to be. It's about uncovering the talents that many of us have in our hands, the gifts that we have in our hands. That's not even developed yet because we believed the lie that being a physician is the only successful thing that we can do. And that when we get there, we are rich there. I mean, I am, I disagree a hundred percent with that. And the reason why I disagree is if you think about what we do as physicians, average physicians will start working as an attendant in their thirties, mid thirties, late, early thirties, early, late thirties, early forties. Right. And when I think about the fact that our lifespan, right, can be in the seventies and the eighties and the nineties and even in the hundreds. So what you're telling me is that my success level In my 30s or in my 40s, that's the peak of it. And then I'm supposed to plateau and just live life like a regular person. as if I'm not the child of Mr. Incredible. By the way, if you do not know that reference, I don't know what you're doing with your life because I just reference the Incredibles. (laughs) All right. It's It's where I was talking about how we're pretending to fit in where he was talking about, we're pretending to fit in, we're going to work and pretending like we're normal, like you and I, we're not normal. And there's nothing wrong with that. Right. But I just want you to understand that if you're buying into culture and the teachings that being a physician is the pinnacle of success, you are literally are shooting yourself in the foot because that internalization of that external crap is why so many physicians feel stuck because you're like. I should feel and be really successful, but there is, it feels like there is more, but I was told that this is supposed to be the peak of my success, right? And so because of that mismatch, that causes a lot of like, even worse dissatisfaction. And honestly, I think it leads to worsening depression, accelerating burnout. And you and I, we're not about that life. Yep, we're not about that life. So that's number one. Number two is you know, our times are very valuable. Your time is valuable. My time is valuable. And as a busy mom of three girls, three girls, I was trying to combine like crazy and girls together, curls, <laughs> three girls, and, you know, doing the businesses we're doing, being a wife, being a sister, a human, a friend, a coach, a leader, a colleague, and, you know, the other hats that I wear. Trust me, I know that time is a thing that, You know, sometimes we all wish we had more than 24 hours of, but I say 24 hours is enough. We're just not delegating enough. We're not prioritizing enough and we're not eliminating enough. That's, that's what's up. If you do those three things, you will see how your time could be different potentially. However, what we do as physicians is something that can take up a lot of our time. And this is why I truly do not believe that any physician should be working a hundred percent or 1.0 FTE because 1.0 FTE for physicians is like 2.0 FTE in the rest of the world. So what is happening is our time and our schedule as physicians is limiting us, many of us, and it's been the excuse that we're given for why we're not creating the time to learn the things, the skill set that we need to be able to unravel the next steps with us. And the reason why I say that it's, we're believing it is because the funny thing that happens is When I think about the women physicians inside of our community, many of them come in, you know, some of them come in with their clinical income as their only income. And there are some that come in with diversified income already. Maybe they're diversified in the stock market, they're diversified in real estate, but then their lives are calling for more and they're joining our community because they either want to learn how to do money differently, or they want to create that life of freedom and liberation, which is ultimately the destination that everybody wants to exist in. And I'm grateful to God that I've been able to figure that out for myself, my family, and we're continuing to do that work and say yes to the next level of whatever it is that God is bringing into our own lives as well. So I want to make sure that you don't think like Latifat is this perfect person. No, this is a work in progress too. As long as I exist, I'm going to continue learning and discovering my talents, the next talent, the next talent, not in a hostile way, not in a grindy way, but as a understanding that my life is a life of service that is meant to serve the people that are in my world now. And those that are going to be in my world later, including my kids because serving them is me learning how to teach them about money, how to teach them about the mindset and the psychology of money, how to teach them about their identity that's anchored, not in things, but literally in them and in God, that's, those are my, that's my job as a parent, as a mom. Right. And so what I find though is when people join our community, and they start to learn the things that we learn or we teach them about time and delegating and subtracting and prioritizing and this other things, they start to say yes to things that literally is what they've called, like, like their soul calling, their lives calling. And for some of them, that's within their hospital system, right? One of our physicians was sharing recently. She's literally like the CEO of a small business in a larger academic center, right? Uh, We have physicians that are, you know, they're written books, one book, multiple books that are publishers that help people publish books that are podcasters, they're coaches, they're business owners, they are medical directors, they're consultants, right? They're speakers and all this other stuff. And then the question becomes, so how did we get to get them to the place of uncovering the next level of themselves so that they can be all that they're meant to be and serve the people that they're meant to serve? And it's literally because we coach them to not believe the lie that we are too busy because we believe that lie so much as physicians that our success as physicians is now limiting our ability to learn other skills, learn new tools and say yes to the next level because I am so busy right? And it may help you to do an audit of your time and see how you're spending your time, right? Are you spending your time on social media scrolling during the day, which means that you're not as efficient as you should be in clinic charting and stuff because you're scrolling during those times. Listen, we're human zero judgment in the space, right? But what I'm trying to say with this whole entire episode is this, your success that you've achieved so far can become a limiting factor in you creating the success that you actually are born to have if you let it if you are not conscious or aware of the impact that society has played in you believing that this is the pinnacle of success if you are believing what society has told you when it comes to time and the fact that you don't have time you will let your success currently be the limiting factor but if you want that to change That the first step is going to be to question that and answer that maybe it's not true. Maybe my MD, my DO, my MBBS degree is the starting seed, is the starter kit for this amazingness that I'm going to build. Maybe my degree is actually what opens up the door and gets me access at a higher level potentially than if I did not have the degree, right? You guys know I'm, I'm Latifat, right? You call me Dr. Latifat, you can call me Dr. Akintari, but I will tell you that When I'm in spaces that's outside of physician communities, people are like, why are you not using your Dr. Latifah? I mean, we've been taught to be modest about our degree, right? We've been taught to be modest about it, but I'm starting to understand on a deeper level that my degree, I'm so grateful for it. I'm grateful for the privilege that I have to take care of patients. However, my degree is not a terminal degree. My degree is a starter kit. My success as a physician, as an attending physician, this is literally the least successful I'm ever going to be because this is the least impactful I'm ever going to be. This is the least talented or aware of my talent that I'm ever going to be because my goal is this. I have decided that I truly believe it when God said that I've deposited so much in you and my goal is to spend my life exploring, finding it so that I can bless the people, serve the people, earn the money. But most importantly, do the things that I'm meant to do here in, pur- on, on, in life. So my question for you is this. Are you letting your current success stand in the way of the success that you're meant to have? The real success that you're meant to have? The real lives you're meant to impact? The leadership without guilt? The badassery you're meant to like embody at a level that is like, mind-blowing compared to what you currently have? What if that is true? What if? That's my challenge to you. What would you do differently this week? What would you stop making excuses about? What would you start doing? How would you start learning your money? What skills would you start fine-tuning? What hobbies will you start learning? That's my challenge to you. So I hope this has been helpful for you. Sorry if it was more of a rant, but it was a conversation that needed to happen. Um, Please share this link with those that you care about. Share this link with physicians and yes, tag me. Money them. to tag me on Instagram, tag me on Facebook. I can repost and give you a shout out as well. I'll give you a shout out on the podcast. And if you can take one minute, scroll to the very bottom of whatever platform you're using right now and leave us a review, especially if you've never done that before. I love five stars because at the end of the day, I'm silly goner right anyway. <laughs> All right. I love you guys. And I will see you in the next episode. Goodbye.